Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, a family shattered. Four of five children killed in a horrific house fire in Melbourne's southwest. Daring rescue, a police officer praised for saving two young boys from a flooded river. Online Christmas orders in limbo as FedEx workers walk off the job at one of the busiest times of the year. And the milestone the Queen couldn't afford to miss despite her recent health scare. This is Seven News. Jody Spears. Good morning. A mother and father are trying to come to grips with an absolute tragedy in Melbourne's southwest. Four of their five children were killed when their house went up in flames in Werribee. Neighbours watched helplessly as the blaze raged with the siblings trapped inside. Two parents and a sibling have to live with that. That's very sad. Because of the intensity of the fire, it was very difficult for our crews to be able to initially make access. And with the roof uh, already being compromised and the tiles collapsing, it was unsafe for our members to be able to proceed. Detectives will remain on the scene this morning, piecing together what caused the fire. A New South Wales police officer is being praised for his quick thinking and bravery rescuing two boys from raging floodwaters in the state's central west. The youngsters were forced to cling to a piece of rope in the swollen Lachlan River. Two 11-year-old boys trapped in fast-moving floodwaters, time quickly running out. The pair had dived into the swollen river near Condobolin and were quickly washed downstream. Clinging to a rope attached to a submerged tree, they cried out to local campers. They were very distressed and um, one was calling out, I can't hang on much longer. That rope their lifeline until emergency services arrived just minutes later. Among them, local police sergeant and strong swimmer, Joel Hunter. Been a surfer from the coast. I understand with rivers here, such as floodwaters, it's quite dangerous. Quickly stripping off and diving in with an SES life jacket to retrieve them one by one. I said, look mate, I said, you just stay nice and calm and I'll be with you back shortly. Returned to the river's edge, shaken but safe. Sergeant Hunter has been praised for his actions, but others are urged to avoid doing the same. With flood warnings in place across regional New South Wales and more rain on the way. If it's flooded... Forget it. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Parts of the east coast are set for a soaking this week. Sydney won't see much sun, with rain on the forecast until Sunday. Today, the city could see up to 15 mils, with similar levels on Thursday and Friday. The soggy conditions are expected to hit Melbourne later this week. 
Heavy rain is hampering the search for William Tyrrell's remains, making the painstaking operation even more challenging. Crews have spent one week combing the area on the New South Wales mid-north coast where the boy vanished. Another piece of fabric was found near the Kendall home yesterday as replacement police officers arrived to swap out exhausted colleagues. A row over vaccination laws is threatening to derail the government's agenda as the final sitting fortnight of Parliament for the year gets underway. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. What's this about? Good morning, Jody. Well, two Liberal senators have threatened to withdraw support for government legislation due to a row over, uh, due to a row rather, over vaccine mandates. As the final parliament sitting fortnight gets underway, the government will struggle to pass two contentious bills in the Senate before Christmas. Liberal senators Jared Rennick and Alex Antic joining Pauline Hanson's One Nation in the Senate blockade, calling on the Prime Minister to override state and territory territory vaccine mandates. They argue state-imposed vaccine mandates that only grant freedoms to the vaccinated are unnecessary and cruel. The Prime Minister has come under fire for softening his stance on public health orders recently, now saying governments should get out of people's lives, but some senators believe that doesn't go far enough. The government facing an uphill battle as the final sitting fortnight of Parliament concludes. Uh, Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. More claims have emerged in the Tim Payne sexting scandal. The woman the former Australian test captain sent lewd messages to in 2017 reportedly demanded an apology and $40,000 to cover legal costs. The staffer repeatedly contacted Cricket Australia in 2018 during her ongoing dispute with Cricket Tasmania. While there are also reports this morning, Tim Payne's brother-in-law allegedly sent X-rated messages to the same woman, Shannon Tubb, left his coaching position following a 2018 investigation. Gifts ordered online might not make it in time for Christmas, with FedEx workers walking off the job once again. From today, employees will be doing rolling four-hour stoppages, causing major disruptions to deliveries at one of the busiest times of the year. The Transport Workers Union claims members have been left with no other choice and FedEx management is refusing to negotiate a fair workplace deal. Some bus drivers in Sydney are taking part in industrial action today as part of a pay dispute. They're turning off Opal readers, giving passengers a free ride, but it's costing taxpayers $400,000. COVID rules in New South Wales could be eased even further before December 15. Premier Dominic Perrottet says rules around close contacts will be reviewed this week. Changes to QR check-ins and even mask rules are expected to be considered. We want to get back to normality as quickly as possible. And, you know, there are restrictions in in that date which are annoying and frustrating. I mean, I hate wearing masks as much as the next person. Masks are currently mandatory in indoor settings, aside from in office buildings. That rule is in place until December 15, when COVID freedoms will be extended to the unvaccinated. A deep rift is emerging between state and federal leaders. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has accused the Prime Minister of offending Victorians, claiming Scott Morrison ignored a vaccine milestone and instead pandered to extremists. Instead of just standing up on Thursday, and condemning violence and congratulating Victorians for what they'd done, he couldn't do that. When the Prime Minister stops double-speaking to extremists, his relationship with me will be a lot better. 
Mr Morrison last week said he doesn't support protesters using violence, but also expressed sympathy for Australians who've had a gut full of governments telling them what to do during the pandemic. Australian Defence Force personnel have been sent in to help contain a COVID outbreak in the Northern Territory. Two remote communities south of Catherine were placed into hard lockdown on the weekend after nine cases were detected. Residents of Binjari and nearby Rockhole are unable to leave their homes except for medical reasons or an emergency. The Chief Minister says it's expected more infections will emerge in the coming days. The Queen has attended the joint christening of her two great-grandsons at a private church service in Windsor. The Queen joined her granddaughters, Princess Eugenie and Zara Tyndall, and their immediate families and friends for the christening of their babies. August Philip Hawke, son of Princess Eugenie and Jack Brooksbank, was baptised alongside Lucas Philip, son of Zara and Mike Tyndall. Australian researchers have developed new software to diagnose jaundice in newborns in the blink of an eye. They say the technology could be life-saving, with the scope to detect all sorts of different conditions. It's incredibly common, affecting up to 85% of newborns, but jaundice isn't always picked up at the first signs. That was the case for little May. We spoke to the paediatrician just before she was discharged and he took her bloods but said, don't worry, go home, and got a call back saying that we needed to come back into hospital. It was quite stressful. Often the condition, which appears as a yellow pigmentation of the skin and eyes, resolves quickly, but it can lead to serious complications if severe cases are left untreated. Brain damage is one of the results, so not only do you have fatalities, you also have um, people with ongoing need for care. Earlier intervention is good. New imaging software developed by UniSA researchers does exactly that. The cameras detect jaundice within just a second, triggering the necessary phototherapy treatment. It can be immediately turned on. You don't have to wait for the blood test. Having something that's non-invasive as well that doesn't require taking blood would be also nicer for the little babies. Testing of the software so far has been limited by pandemic restrictions, but given more time, researchers believe it could be game-changing for hospitals, monitoring all types of conditions. Evidence of seizures um, or the heart stopping or going slowly or quickly um, or sleeping problems. I think we will get to the point where there's a camera installed uh, over every patient. Taylor Jones, 7 News. Christmas wish lists are growing fast, with just over a month to go until the big day. But one family is doing the hard yards for us, road testing some of this year's must-haves. Christmas has come early at the Rauji household. It's pretty chaotic, yeah. Gets pretty crazy with all the kids. These tiny toy testers getting a preview of some of the newest products on the market. They're ticking a lot of boxes for the children. Yeah, they're really fun. And parents alike. Interactive sort of toys that are going to keep them away from their screens and things they can play with together. Many Melburnians began their Christmas shopping as soon as retail reopened. <laughs> Trying to get organised so don't have to come in store and, you know, all the people and everything around and just all the busyness, so just started early. Checking out all the lovely toys for my four grandkids. <laughs> Delivery delays are driving people away from online shopping and into stores this Christmas. Touchy feeling, looking, yeah, I'm not very good on the internet. <laughs> well, I am, but then you've got to wait for it to be delivered, so I'd pr 
prefer coming here. Since we've reopened, our stores have been bustling, so everyone's definitely um, glad to be back at the stores. At Target, the most in-demand toys for girls and boys this year are Hot Wheels, Pokemon, Fisher-Price and Thai plush toys. Traditional toys are still among the most sought-after with Lego and Barbie high up on many Christmas lists. Just be prepared, know what you want, and if you see it, I reckon just jump on it and get it then. Don't wait too late. Melina Saris, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished the week lower, the Nasdaq rose, in London the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,846 US dollars an ounce, oil is 76 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.37 US cents, almost 82.5 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. Further unrest has erupted in the Netherlands as protesters take to the streets against new lockdown rules. People hurled fireworks at police and set fire to bicycles in The Hague a night after protests in Rotterdam turned violent. Demonstrators also took to the streets in Austria, Croatia and Italy as anger grows over new restrictions. It comes as the number of COVID-19 cases across Europe continues to rise. Fresh off the success of her latest album release, Adele has won a major concession from Spotify. The singer has persuaded the music streaming service to take the shuffle button off all album pages so tracks play in the artist's own order. Spotify's response to the request? Anything for you. Adele's new album, 30, accrued more than 60 million streams globally on the day it was released. An 18-storey building in Indiana has been turned to rubble in a carefully controlled implosion. The building in Evansville was the city's first skyscraper. It took just 26 seconds for it to collapse, leaving 18,000 tonnes of debris on the ground. The building will be replaced by a six-storey complex with office, dining and residential space. The president of the International Olympic Committee has held a video call with Chinese tennis star Peng Shui as concern grows about her welfare. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Will this be enough to end all the speculation? Morning, Jody. We're likely to find that out over the coming few hours as the world reacts to this news, which is only just coming through now that the International Olympic Committee Chief Thomas Bach held this 30-minute call with Peng Shui, the professional tennis player, and two other Olympic Committee officials involved in this call as well. They say she was relaxed, uh, uh, she was uh, uh, appeared quite happy, but said she was spending time with her family and friends at the moment. This, of course, follows the November 2nd social media post she made, accusing a high-ranking Chinese official, a former official, of forcing her to have sex. She promptly disappeared after this post, and the post was taken down, raising suspicions around the world and leading to calls from other um, respected tennis players and people in the sports world for China to reassure them that she was quite safe. Uh, this call overnight uh, follows an appearance overnight as well uh, at a uh, Chinese youth tennis festival in Beijing. Uh, there were some pictures released of this, but similar pictures in recent days have failed to reassure those expressing concern about her. The International Olympic Committee, uh, given this 30-minute call, an important step, you'd think, in calming the world about uh, her well-being. Jody. Okay, Tim Lester, thank you.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To sport now and Tim Payne's potential replacement as Australia's test wicketkeeper admits he's been checking for phone calls from selectors. Alex Carey has been groomed as Payne's successor for several years and is ready if he's deemed not required without the captaincy. Pat Cummins is expected to be named Australia's new test captain in the coming days. MacArthur and Wellington Phoenix had to share the spoils in their A-League opener. On his return from a stint in India, Gary Hooper gave the Phoenix the lead with a first-half penalty, but it was cancelled out midway through the second half. Post and they have their equaliser now, and Lockie Rose gets his second-ever A-League goal. The Kiwis missed a golden opportunity to steal the win late, the match ending one all. Manchester United have swung the axe, sacking manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. The Red Devils' 4-1 loss to Watford sealed the fate of the club legend after a run which saw United win only one of their past seven games. The Times are much happier for crosstown rivals Manchester City. They're back up to second after beating Everton 3-0. Rookie! Tottenham came from behind to beat Leeds 2-1. Lewis Hamilton has closed the gap to Formula One championship leader Max Verstappen at the Qatar Grand Prix. Football's famous faces were out in force, a year out from the World Cup also in Qatar. It was a race to forget for Valtteri Bottas, a tyre puncture causing a light show before he later retired. A five-place grid penalty didn't do much to stop Verstappen from second place, but he couldn't overcome Hamilton, who led from start to finish. Hamilton on top in Qatar. Yeah, it was it was pretty straightforward. It was pretty lonely at the front. Verstappen's lead is now only eight points. Fernando Alonso finished third, his first podium in seven years. A Brisbane golfer has set himself quite the challenge. Mick McLaughlin teed off at 4am yesterday and he's back at it this morning. He's been swinging a club virtually non-stop, all in the name of charity. He began an attempt to play more than 2,000 holes in a week, hoping to set a new world record. Mick is aiming to raise $250,000 for Ronald McDonald House. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs and low pressure will maintain heat over the northern interior while generating rain, showers and storms over western South Australia, WA, the Northern Territory, eastern Queensland and eastern New South Wales. 
Around the capitals today, showers and 26 degrees in Brisbane, showers and 23 in Sydney, partly cloudy heading for 20 in Canberra, mostly sunny with a top of 21 in Melbourne. Partly cloudy heading for 19 in Hobart, mostly sunny 26 the top in Adelaide, a morning shower in Perth 23 and a possible storm 35 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 22nd of November 2021.